Welcome to Easter Outspoken Long Reads in Luke. This is the fifth and final podcast in our short series of five episodes focusing on Luke chapters 22 to 24. I'm Fiona Stewart. And I'm Neil Glover. And in these readings, we're invited to join the disciples. We're invited to bear witness to angels. We're invited to meet with Jesus through the story that Luke tells of the last week of Jesus's life and the first day of his resurrected life. Let's listen to Luke chapter 24. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you, while he was still with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women, because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. Now that same day, Two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. But they were kept from recognising him. He asked them, What are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things? he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see Jesus. He said to them, How foolish you are. And how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? 
and beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going further. But they urged him strongly, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening, the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognised him and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven and those with them assembled together and saying, It is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognised by them when he broke the bread. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I, myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. When he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they stayed continually at the temple, praising God. The way Luke tells the story here, this is all one day. It begins (laughs) really early in the morning and it ends with the ascension. Now, later on in Acts, Luke will tell us that this is 40 days later. But the way he tells it here, it's as if it's all one day, the one day which changes everything. And it's the day where women come and say he's risen and the men think it's nonsense and Peter has to wonder. And then the two strangers which lie at the heart of this day, one of them called Cleopas, one of them sometimes people think might even have been Cleopas's wife. They, they, they're moved out of this and it, it all happens in this day. And then they run back and discover he's appeared to Peter. And I think we're asked, we're invited into a day of resurrection by mm-hmm. Luke here. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I find 
this is going to sound a bit silly, but I find it strangely joyful and hopeful in a way that I haven't maybe mm. found before. And I, th- I think it's because, um, to I suppose to let into a bit of a background secret, we're recording these one after another. So we are hearing this straight on the back of, of chapters 22 and 23. Mm-hmm. And so I, th- I think there is that, there's a turn, isn't there? There's the turn yeah. of this extraordinary thing. And and I was struck by the, I was struck by the word nonsense and I was struck by the mm. word foolishness. I wrote that down as well. Yeah, <laughs> because it is nonsense. And it's almost <laughs> In the if... literal meaning, it's nonsense, yeah. Oh, yeah, isn't nonsense. it? It does not make sense. And in the literal meaning of it's foolish, it feels foolish. Yeah. And and the foolish word is interesting because Jesus uses it to, dis- I, I thought that was really funny because, you know, the, the, the pair on the road, mm. you know, We've not seen Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> and you just think there's a real comedic moment in that because Jesus is standing right with them on the path, yeah, and I he hope, says, "How foolish yeah, you are!" <laughs> I hope this doesn't sound, but maybe we're allowed it with the word "foolish." I hope this doesn't sound re- disrespectful, but it feels like they're being slightly messed with. Yeah, um, yeah, but in a way that you have to be, you have to hear nonsense. It's almost like going into. Easter in the Holy Week, the the story plunges down mm. and the disciples don't catch up until much later on. Mm-hmm. And now it's plunging up again. And once again they're 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 holding on to try and catch up with this story. Yeah. I, I think and I don't think that is irreverent to say that because because one of the other things I was thinking about is whether th- there's or I jotted down that there's mystery mm. in nonsense. Oh, yeah. Just as much as there is mystery and suffering. Yeah, yeah. And that's the power of God at work. Yeah. The foolishness is, of God that shames the wise. Yeah, yeah. This is Easter nonsense. Mm-hmm. But it's nonsense and it's true. Oh, and it's super serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not, you know, I don't think either of us are in any way undermining the truth or the seriousness. Yeah, yeah. But it's glorious because it's yeah. it's... It's nonsense. And happening with, with fish and the, the scriptures, um, there's clearly an allusion, I think, to Jonah here, which which is another piece of of a story that doesn't make sense. Mm. And it's gloriously not sense. Because yes. we don't want sense after all we've been through. We, we want this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is, you know, we've we've talked previously about how he he stays silent mm. um, through the trial, mm-hmm. uh, but he he is gloriously present, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the kind of fish eating, yeah. question asking, yeah, able to be it appears almost in two places at once. Yeah, he certainly moves very quickly from Emmaus back to Jerusalem, doesn't he? Yes, yes, he's yeah, he's he's. Everywhere, isn't he? Uh-huh. And curiously, yeah, the, in the time that they run back, he's also appeared to Peter. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I don't know how time works. Maybe it's yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's great joy, isn't it? That's truly, how it ends. Truly good news. Truly yeah. good news. Yeah. And I, I suppose that would be, for me, a bit of a uh, conclusion of where we've gone with these five mm. episodes, actually, is to try and delve a little bit into something that we are very familiar with mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. notice and ask questions and allow ourselves, I suppose, to, to encounter that 
great joy again. Yeah. When I'm reading this, I don't want to be able to go, oh yeah, I know that story. I, mm-hmm. I, I crave the the shock, mm-hmm. the, the good shock, the shock of the new mm-hmm. that comes from this. I was at something the other night and we were all asked to share our, our testimony of how we became Christians. It's a wee while since I've done that, actually. And I was reminded of the fact that for me, the resurrection was hugely significant in mm-hmm. understanding uh, and, and stepping towards um, becoming a disciple, I suppose. And it was because it was that realisation of, goodness, if that really happened, that that is extraordinary. That is outside of sense. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I suppose for me, that's that's something this Easter to rejoice again and, and try and recover something of that that fresh understanding that came yeah. way back, yeah, one or two yeah. years ago, um, yeah, and know that again, yeah, brilliant. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning. The women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you? While he was still with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women, because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. Now that same day, Two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. But they were kept from recognising him. He asked them, What are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things? he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. 
Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see Jesus. He said to them, How foolish you are, and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going further. But they urged him strongly, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening, the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognised him and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven and those with them assembled together and saying, It is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognised by them when he broke the bread. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled? And why did doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I, myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. When he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they stayed continually at the temple, praising God. God, thank you for everything that didn't make sense. Thank you for everything that defied our worst expectations. Thank you for the way that the scriptures were fulfilled in the ways we never dared anticipate. And lead us this Easter to see with new eyes, to see you at work with glorious, beautiful new things that don't make sense, but are filled with you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. 
don't forget, we'll be back after Easter and we're going to be digging into the next part of Luke's account. So we're going to be speaking about the book of Acts after Easter. So join us then. Don't forget to subscribe if you don't do that regularly. And uh, happy Easter. Happy Easter. See you then.